0: play one more time um i thought yeah if you, if you mess up just keep going
1: hi i'm marley malkentine and welcome to more than a mixtape a podcast featuring interviews with young cincinnati musicians who have something to say and a culture to change for today's interview, I have with me Natalie Grace Willett, a high school senior who's a folk singer-songwriter. Her music embodies the passionate storytelling that folk and country is based on, and she's here with me today to tell a little bit of her own story and even give us a sneak peek into some of her upcoming music. Hi, Gracie. Hey, Marley. <laughs> Thanks so much for agreeing to be with me today. Um, can I start by asking you about your folk or country roots?
0: Sure. So my parents are, well, we're in Cincinnati right now, obviously, but I have family from the south and I grew up listening to like a lot of Johnny Cash um and things like that like old school roots country and I think that's always resonated with me. So I think I've been drawn to that because like the raw vulnerability that's kind of in the music and it's a lot more um it's a lot more emotional than mainstream country today and I think I love the instrumentation of it. I love kind of like the gritty sound that some artists portray um and so I think that's why I was originally drawn to it
1: like do you I hear a lot of people always saying like I like any music besides country Mm -hmm. like people like seem to not really like country or I mean along with like heavy metal like those are always people's like two things they don't listen to so like I mean how is it that you are still young and like I don't want to say like I mean you're still like in the mainstream but you're still making like good like folk country music
0: yeah I think a lot of people that say they don't like country their opinions are geared toward like country radio um because if you turn on a country radio station a majority of the songs will start to sound the same a lot of the artists will start to sound the same and I think it's it's very much male dominated in that genre which is kind of annoying to everyone else like all the other female artists but I the kind of country music that I don't listen to isn't really on the radio, um, because I think now country has a lot of, like, a pop, like, vibe, um, and I I try to steer away from that. So that's why I think people would usually put my music or, like, the music I would listen to in the Americana genre, which is basically anything that's not mainstream country. It's, like, old-school country that's not played on the radio anymore, but people are still playing it.
1: Can you explain to me the difference between, like country folk mm-hmm. roots and yeah. americana like what is all that
0: so americana is like a huge jo- genre in a variety of styles so someone explained it to me when i was young and i first started writing i sent off my songs to someone that was in the business and he said oh like i think you fit in the americana genre and i was like "Ah, uh, what is that and he's like well it's like everything from like the avid brothers to like ryan adams who's like a pretty like a kind of, like, bluesy type of guy, so it's basically, like, anything that has, like, or, like, you can even include soul, so it's basically a huge, like, blanket genre that everything gets thrown into if it's not, um, like, country pop, and I think folk fits under that as well.
1: Do you say you're more folk or more Americana?
0: I would say I'm probably more Americana. I think folk tends to be, this is, like, not, like, true for all artists, but I think it tends to be on, like, a kind of a quieter side, you know, um, but there's, like, also a genre called, like, new folk, which is, like, fast-paced, and I think it's all kind of, um, it's hard to fit yourself into one, one genre, it's, like, that's what I found.
1: That's so true, that's what my other interviews have said. Mm-hmm. So, your song, My Guide, I really, really liked that song because I'm, a, I'm assuming that it's, like, based on true yes. stuff, because mm-hmm. I remember you, this is off track, I remember you one time telling a class or something about story songs, mm-hmm. that you write story songs. Right. Do you still kind of do that? Can you talk about any story songs? I do. not
0: really like to write like, autobiographically, because I think a lot of people do that, and especially like for me, I think I am able to write more quality music when I'm not talking about myself, but that's the one song that it is based on experience, and it's, it's, like, a very personal song to me, and I think, um, but I think it's important for me as a writer to write within, like, a story, you know, like, maybe I don't write through my perspective all the time, but whoever it is, it's a story, it kind of has a start and an end, you know, something like that, and I think it's, I think that's easier for a listener to follow, because some people write really poetically, but, and I, I definitely appreciate that, but I'm kind of more of, like, a a bland not bland writer but i'm more of a straightforward writer that has a story
1: yeah like simpler words like it's Mm -hmm. leading you along almost like a plot kind of yes yeah not it's not poetry and it's not Mm -hmm. i totally get what you're saying
0: exactly
1: so yeah back to my guide can you just tell me the story behind that song
0: a few summers ago i think i was going into freshman year maybe um but i went to an arts camp called interlochen um and it basically has a ton of majors within the camp um a lot of famous people have gone there like josh grobman and nora jones and people like that oh my god yeah so it's really cool because like you can go through like cabins and you'll see like nora jones name on, like, the walls of one of, like, the practice huts, they call them, but um, I originally auditioned to go for the songwriting major, singer-songwriter major, and I got in, and they would give us prompts um, every two days, I believe, so you'd have two days to write a song, then you'd present it, get critiques and things like that from, like, our instructors, and so one of our prompts throughout the time I was there was dance, and dance it like they're pretty ambiguous like dance is an ambiguous subject you can literally like write a song like I'm gonna go dance at the club and I was like I'm not gonna do that but um why what resonated with me is I was really close with my grandfather but he passed away when I was like in second grade um and he my family's from Kentucky like I might have said but they're in the bourbon business um and so that has always been like a huge thing and I had some lines in the song that relate to that, but um I used to stand on his feet and dance around, so that's kind of what I wrote it about and how that was kind of like a, I used it metaphorically um, and because it had it also had to be in like a waltz tempo, like a dance tempo so I kind of took that and um I kind of just wrote about how he had been in like in a um and he had a huge impact on my life even though I was young, but I still think of like that as like a very strong point in my life. And I think a lot of people can relate to this song. When I perform I have people come up to me and they say like oh like that like I've had a ton of people and they're like that made me cry and I was like, Oh thank you. Like that's very flattering because as a songwriter you want something that will help like that your listener can relate to. And especially if you go on a really personal personal level it's even nicer when someone can say, yes, that I related to that. Like, it was it was either my grandpa or my dad. or Like, I didn't relate to that, so, like, it made me emotional. And, like, I, that's something I've always wanted. So, it's cool to have that connection with listeners. And, that's, yeah, that's kind of how I wrote it.
1: So, you were talking about the different times that you performed and, like, what your listeners' reactions have been. Would you say you have, like, a dedicated audience? Or is it just kind of whoever's at your venues at the time?
2: I
0: think being in Cincinnati, we have a really strong alternative kind of music scene. Um and we have like a lot of bands that come out and are pretty successful. Um but unfortunately, there's like a there's a handful of like folk bands, but they're all older. Um I noticed so,
1: that doing some research definitely.
0: Yeah, mhm. So, um like I have a few friends that are in the same genre. Um but mostly I would say there are I have a lot of people that either know of me through, like, other musicians or things like that that are pretty dedicated, and it's... The musicians here are, like, all very inclusive and, like, supportive of each other, but it's kind of hard for, like, the young musician to get, like, a huge following, especially when you're not in, like, the pop genre or, like, in, like, the mainstream. But um, I would say I do have, like, uh, a good following of people that I know or that I don't know, Um, and I think, like, as you... Go, move out of Ohio or, like, have more opportunities, you gain more of a following. Um, but it just really depends on, like, how the dice are rolled and how, what you get presented with.
1: So do you know how many places you've performed?
0: I've performed a lot of places. I've performed some out of town a little bit, like, in Louisville, which has always been fun, like, smaller venues. Um, I've opened a few times for the Young Heirlooms, which is, like, a they're a pretty big folk band here. Um, and so i performed with them a few times. I've performed in a lot of coffee shops around here and, like, a lot of outdoor venues and, like, art shows and, fest- like, art festivals and things like that. So usually I have, like, intimate crowds, but I kind of like it that way for now.
1: So you say for now. I mean, this is a bigger question, but, I mean, many of us at school know that you're continuing with mm-hmm. music. So do you want to just tell me a little bit about your future with music
0: sure so i'm actually going to belmont university in nashville and studying songwriting um so that's really exciting for me because i think throughout high school uh, or like i'll uh, meet myself and a lot of artists that like are my age that i've talked to we kind of feel like very restricted because we don't get to learn what we really want to and to pursue and that's basically the same with like any high school student you know um, so I'm excited to get to a point where I know I'm going to be doing what I love every day and I'm going to be fully immersed in it, which is really exciting for me, um, especially when I look back at interlocking and I was fully immersed in music and, like, creative arts for, like, two weeks. Um, and I, I think during, those are the times where you can be most productive as an artist. So, and I'm, I I'm hope I can perform a lot around there and write with some cool writers and hopefully I'll get connected with someone and they can help me out.
1: Could you imagine, like, where you might be in five to seven years?
0: Hopefully, my goal is, people always ask me, like, Gracie, like, is it your goal to be famous? And it's definitely not my goal to be famous. Like, I think what I want is, and this is what I always tell people, is that I want to be able to support myself um, with music and live a comfortable life. So I don't want to be selling out arenas, but a lot of artists I like play, like, small theaters um, like, the 20th century here in town or the Taft downtown, um, which are, like, sizable venues, but they're all kind of, like, it still has an intimate feel to the shows. So I would love to be able to have, like, a strong following by then and um, be able to tour and, like, write for other writers even.
1: Do you want to go down south, do that, or come back up here to Cincinnati? And
0: um, I have never thought about coming back to Cincinnati, honestly. I've never... Like, since my family isn't from here, I've never felt, like, super connected to Cincinnati, which, as I got older, I've realized it's such a cool place. Um, but for the genre I want to be in, I would probably, like, most likely I'll stay in Nashville or maybe Austin, because they always have a rising music mm-hmm. scene there, too. Austin,
1: yeah, definitely. That's mm-hmm. awesome city. Yeah. Have you had a lot of people tell you, like, oh, that's not a career? Or, or have you had more, like, encouragement than discouragement?
0: I've actually had a lot of encouragement because I, I kind of had self-doubt about it and I was like, I've, but no one has ever told me, oh, this is going to be easy. Like, I've had, a, well, I've had a few, like, people that are say, that that will tell me, like, Gracie, it's going to be easy for you. You're going to have a place in the music industry if you keep going, like, the way you are, um, which is really nice to hear. Um, but I... Yeah, I've been really encouraged by people and, like, people in the business that I know. Um, and it's, like, that's really nice and very encouraging, but I know it's not going to be easy. Like I said, I'll probably I'll probably be poor for a little while, but, like, I would rather be happy with doing what I love um, and not having a ton of money. But, yeah, I've had a bunch of nice um, feedback from people and, like, encouragement, and I'm still young. Um, there are people, like, that are out there now that are my age, and they're doing really well, but I'm still young, and I think I'll probably, if if everything's in my favor, like, when I'm 20, 21, I'll be able to do what I love and make a good bit of money, which, it's never about the money for me, it's about, like, the art form, and, like, that's how I express myself, and that's what I feel, like, called to do.
1: So, you said you're going to go to school for a songwriting major? Mm-hmm. Would you ever disconnect yourself from singing and playing music if you just saw, like, an opportunity to become somebody else's songwriter?
0: Yeah, I've thought about that, and that's ultimately why I wanted to go in that major, um, because I love songwriting, and I think there's something so special about being able to re- relay, like, thoughts and opinions or, like, emotions into a song, and um, ultimately, if you find someone that can sing your song with emotion and somehow relate to it, I think that's just as powerful as if you were singing it yourself. Ideally, I would love to be able to perform my own stuff and make a career out of it, but if it came to the point where I could just be a songwriter for someone, um, I would love that too because there are a lot of artists out there that have their start in songwriting and they ultimately transition out of it to have a career of their own. Which, if that was the way it worked, too, I'd be just as
2: happy.
1: Let's see. Weeds, your latest single, Weeds. that a story song
0: it is a story song okay it's partially um partially an experience of my own but also it's partially spun in as a story um and yeah that's that was a fun song to write and record um it's kind of like my way of sticking it to the man or like sticking (laughs) it to someone so um that was fun like it's probably one of my like more country vibe country like a something more yeah, of like a country vibe song but um yeah. yeah I think it's relatable to everyone everyone has that one person and they're just like okay you did that I'm done you know it's like <laughs> you're like you messed up my life so um I think it's like a relatable song and that was really fun to record
1: do you write a lot of songs about boys I mean I know like songs about having to do with like relationships and stuff mm-hmm. seem kind of like
0: yeah they're popular cliche almost yeah. like everyone's
1: doing it but I mean <clears throat> Maybe this goes with another question is, like, how would you keep your music from becoming that, like, cliche mm-hmm. country radio yeah. stuff?
0: Um, see, I do not write a lot of songs about boys at all, because I think there are more important things in life than boys. Or, or <laughs> amen, things like that. amen, Yeah, exactly. So, and then there are so many people that do that already. I mean, you can make a ton of money, like Taylor Swift, like, her <laughs> songs are about relationships, and she's made a ton of money. Um, but... Yeah, I, I've always tried to stay like stay away from that because it's a very stere stereotypical thing to write about. Like if you turn on the radio, you're like, oh, like, yep, relationships. Like all these songs are about relationships, and I've never, I've never wanted to do that, especially because like I think there are like more powerful ways to even spin that, you know.
1: Like, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, what are some what are some other themes that you keep in your music?
0: I mean, it usually depends on, like, the situation. Um, Let's see. I've written a lot about, like, people with, like, big dreams because, like, that's, like, a relatable theme to a lot of people. I, I, like, I stress relatability in my music but with with still being able to be personal, you know? Um, So, like, honestly, it depends. Like, I, when, like, my writing process is kind of funny, I... Listen in to, like, a lot of things, like, I hear in passing, and and I write it down on my phone, so I have a list of, like, so many ideas in my phone on, like, my little notepad or whatever. Um, And usually if something, like, sticks in my head, I'll go back and look at it and, like, ultimately try to create a song from it if I feel like it's something of substance.
1: So you've been working on some stuff lately? I have. Um, can you just tell me maybe about one you've been working on?
0: Yeah, I've actually written a few songs with one of my friends I met at Interlochen, and he has a really alternative vibe to his music, he's, he loves the band The 1975, so, like, they're, that's a cool band, and I listen to a lot of alternative music as well, but that's not really shown, at this point in my music, but that's kind of hard to do when you're a solo performer and you're not recording everything that you have. Um, yeah, so we've written a few songs that kind of have that that vibe to them, and it's kind of fun to play, because it's out of what I would usually play, and it's always fun to write with someone else, and, because you get another different perspective, but you learn how to work together on, like, a concrete idea.
1: So do you have one that you have
0: prepared to
1: play for me today? Yeah,
0: of course. This is called The City. Alright, let's hear it. Mm -hmm.
2: why sure I'm affected but I'm still alive thought it'd be fun but fun's not a fun I just want to go home I just want to lie down, I just want to lie down If I could find a way to make you stay In the city The memories won't be enough For the approaching future If I could find a way to make you stay
0: to move on
2: if i could find a way to make you stay in the city the memories won't be enough for the approaching future if i could find a way to make you stay in the city
1: Sure I'm, affected, but I'm still alive. Oh my god! Oh my god, I really loved that song. Thanks! It just like it gives you such a good vibe. Yeah, thank you. So when you guys sat down to write that, like how do how do two artists just like sit down and play off each other like that?
0: Um Co-writing is a very interesting experience. I've tried it with some people, and it's worked, and I've tried with some people, and it hasn't worked. Um, so with this song, we kind of went line by line. Um, like, he started with the first line, and I was like, okay, okay, like, I get your vibe. And then we kind of just, like, spiraled from there, which was cool. And it's it's nice when it works so well like that, and it flows. Um, like I said, I've written with some people, and we've sat in that room for, like, 45 minutes and we've got nothing we got like a paragraph or like something like like three lines um so it's really nice it really depends on how you work as a writer because there are some writers that you know they just they write better by themselves and that's I respect that a lot and I think um it takes a lot of patience and practice with co-writing um sometimes it's not always easy and sometimes it takes a few times to really get something out of it so we were lucky with this song
1: okay thanks so much gracie for agreeing to be interviewed by me i mean it was a really cool opportunity because we go to the same high school and i mean we've known each other vaguely at school for a while and i don't know it was just kind of funny timing but it was really awesome to kind of get to hear more about your music
0: yeah, thank you.
1: Because I feel like a lot of girls at our school just don't really know the extent of it. They're just like, yay, Gracie, she sings. <laughs> I
0: would agree. I think that there's a certain kind of window of things that they know, um, especially about how I go about things and like what my motivation is behind it all. So it's fun that I got to speak to you about that.
1: Yeah, I hope a lot of girls from our school listen to this and I hope this reaches a lot more people so i will be back next week with another interview from a rapper thanks gracie